the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, episode 324. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. This week, our guest is Jake Marmelstein. Jake is the CEO and co-founder of Groundbreaker, a software application that helps real estate investment firms and real estate investors just like you automate workflows in fundraising, investor reporting, and investment management. I had a great time talking with Jake today on the podcast discussing about how technology is impacting and disrupting real estate investing in the industry as a whole and what it means to you in your business today. Lots of great stuff we discussed, so I'm excited to jump right into this week's episode. I welcome on the show my good friend, Jake Marmelstein. Jake, hey, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. Appreciate you having me. Well, let's get this confusion out of the way. For the podcast, I'll be Jacob, you be Jake. There we go. Good? I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. Well, Jake, hey, first off, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Really excited to have you on. For the audience members that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Yeah. So as background, I grew up in a pretty entrepreneurial family in the restaurant industry from Atlanta, Georgia, went to university in upstate New York, studied hospitality management and real estate. And then I started getting involved in the real estate investment space as an analyst and uh, found that there were some significant issues with the way that work was getting done. And I got the idea for starting Groundbreaker. And then in between that time when I began Groundbreaker and I left the real estate investment firm that I was with, I got involved in some digital technology ventures and became more acquainted with what it was like to work in the tech space. That's awesome. There's very few people that I come across that actually have an educational background in real estate, and you're one of the few. Well, I guess it wasn't really that intentional. I just gravitated towards things that I was interested in, and I was interested in a lot of things. So I'm glad it was real estate. And you know, the real estate field is a very fascinating field with so many different moving parts. And I had the opportunity to be able to study it with some really interesting you know, professors in Cornell. They have a lot of experience and a lot of the things that I learned there are coming back to me now. So it's good to have that education, but definitely not the only way to get into the space for sure. So, And tell us about that early career experience you had, Jake, working for a commercial real estate firm. So it was the companies called Watermark Capital Partners. They were a REIT and they had just kind of started out, actually. We were five people. We underwrote distressed hotels in the United States. Oh, okay. And yeah, we're mostly focused on mid-scale hotels. So they were full service, but not luxury. And there were definitely opportunities to buy them distressed below market value where they were underperforming. 
go in, improve the property with some CapEx, improve the property management company, do some things that were going to improve occupancy and the rates, and then hold the asset over a period of seven years and exit either with a refinance or by selling the asset. Yeah. So as the founder of Groundbreaker, you really come to this space with some experience and understanding some of those hardships that so many real estate investors face today. Yeah. I was really managing much of the back office work and the administrative work because I was the lowest rung on the ladder. And I was <laughs> sure. thrown into everything though. So I had to do the pitch decks. I had to manage the investor records and all of the files. And it was just you know very cumbersome. So the thing is, I wasn't really that great at following the directions. I wanted to build more sophisticated models and ways to automate things and just make my job easier. But it was just the nature of the time. You know, There was nothing there to really solve this problem. So I was pretty frustrated. But I did learn a lot and I do love doing real estate. But I mean, I kind of have a little bit of ADD. So it was hard for me to focus on just you know, doing the job. Yeah, it seems like the real estate investing world is really starting to come along and adopt technology so quickly. I mean, I've only been in the space for five-ish plus years now. It seems like a long time. The industry is kind of stuck in that spreadsheets and email phase. And now it's adopting all these new technologies. So what are you seeing in the space exactly? Well, a lot of companies are getting exposed to technology and it's becoming more and more competitive. And that is what's driving the adoption. I think that as more companies use technology, whether it's investment management software like Groundbreaker provides, or it's being able to offer your future prospective tenants uh, virtual tours or more convenient property management services, you're seeing those become competitive advantages for firms that own and operate real estate And then when you talk about financing and due diligence and the cost of being able to operate as a business, there's other areas that are being automated and streamlined in the real estate technology space on the edges of doing a deal like deal management and research and valuation and different ways of getting, you know, valuated for an underwriting of a loan that might drive down the cost of capital. There's just so much that's happening because we now have access to more data. Technology allows you to produce uh, workflows online, which allow people to collaborate in real time. And the information can be stored securely and there's trust in the process, which really wasn't available before. So all this technology kind of existed and it's come into the world over maybe the last 15 years, but it hasn't really been adapted to real estate until now. Jake, there are so many hats a real estate investor has to wear, especially that of a syndicator from finding deals to funding deals and dealing with investors and managing the deals and just all these different hats. It can be like overwhelming to think about all the responsibilities a syndicator has. And sometimes, you know, they got into it because they're really good at just one of those and they're not necessarily the person for all those other hats. So tell us kind of about some of the challenges that Groundbreaker helps those syndicators overcome? So when it comes to managing investments, where Groundbreaker would begin helping is after you have a deal or you're ready to buy it, uh, purchase a deal and bring it into your portfolio and start managing it to the point where you've got capital that's going back to investors, profits that are going back to investors, 
and you're also servicing them with reports and tax information, and you want to keep all those records stored in one place so that as a business, your systems are set up so that you can move quickly and you can scale and stay organized. So from the fundraising part, we help to make a standardized process for packaging up your deals and getting them out to your investors in a online offering memorandum that's visually appealing and allows people to get access to that document anytime they want. You can see when they're logged in and looking at it, and the investor can go through the process through your privately branded portal to invest in the deal, which means putting down a commitment amount, signing the subscription, doing investor accreditation, and then funding the deal and being able to track that as the GP through that process, knowing where all your investors are is immensely valuable rather than having to cold call down a list in Excel and keep you know the Excel up to date. You can use the data from their history of actually viewing and interacting with the deal and the different stage that they're at to be able to out, um, time your outreach appropriately. On the investment management and just investor relations part, the CRM and Groundbreaker catches all that information. So you now have one place to go to find all your investors and all the investments that they've made and the deals that they're in. And so when you want to advertise to certain people, you can advertise or reach out to them based on their history of investing with you, what they're interested in, what assets they want to invest in. And it's just easier to be able to access that data and then use it so that you can write emails and you know, let people know about a new opportunity or just keep notes on their account and you know, service them. So that's really the CRM aspect of it. And then there's the investment management part. As you go through the process of operating this deal and making it a profitable investment for your shareholders, you want to be able to tell them how it's going. So you can upload documents and reports to the portal and disseminate them to the investors easily and securely. You're not having to write an email and attach the document under email. And then, you know, field questions from people through email one-on-one or have investors lose information and ask for you to send it again. They can just log into the portal and they can see how much capital they have out there, ownership, the distributions on a deal, the reports and everything that are related to that deal. So it makes that more convenient for the investor. And it just makes it so much easier when you're an investor and you're interacting with someone who's more organized because you can get service faster you can have a more curated and tailored experience without as much work. So for smaller groups, they can just do a better job with you and in managing the relationship, even if they're small, by using a tool like Groundbreaker. Yeah, so many features to dig in there. But there's kind of this balance going on here, Jake, of, you know, there's always that kind of human face-to-face, human interaction component coupled with like this technology component, right? You're not necessarily trying to take all that human interaction away as we know, real estate investing is a very relationship-centric business. But at the same time, if you can couple that with technology and allow yourself to you know, improve those or build in those improvements and efficiencies into your business, allowing you to scale, gives that investor something to you know, make their lives and their processes of investing in your deals easier for them too. Yeah. A lot of investors I know keep records on their own of the investments that they make. And that's a lot of work to have to do. If you have a portal with Groundbreaker, then your investments are organized for you. 
So that's really nice. And I think it's also somewhat of a peace of mind. We just have you know a lot of sponsors we've brought on. And when we bring them on to the platform, we look at their data and the way that they're storing information. And it goes across the board from horrendous to like perfect. But um, it airs <laughs> on the side classical of, bell curve, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone has their own way of doing it. But in an age where there's more concerns over data security, we help to provide something that I think is relevant and necessary right now for investors to be able to have a place that is more secure to store their data and keep it organized. Yeah, sure. So as investors are investing in your deal, they're able to go into this dashboard and kind of get a quick snapshot of their investment opportunities, see any kind of communications from that specific deal, see their reporting and accounting documents, maybe their K-1s, things like that, it sounds. Yeah, all of that information would be within the portal when they log in. So it just answers a lot of the questions that you might have before you have to ask them. And it shortens that time that you would need for getting any kind of service. So that's part of the investor experience that you get. And then going back to the conversation about technology and competitive advantage, if you look at people that do that, it just creates pressure on the other guys who don't adopt a solution because then they're less, they're at a competitive disadvantage in terms of their investor relations strategy. Jake, looking at different private placements in today's day and age, some of these are getting really advanced, different kinds of waterfalls, different class members, different hurdles, all these things. And then you've kind of got on the other opposite of the spectrum. Maybe there's just a couple partners out there doing a 50-50 joint venture. So how is Groundbreaker able to kind of service all aspects of those complicated deals? Well, we can't support the deals that have the complicated waterfall structures as well as we would like right now, but we're building towards being able to do that. And when I say that, I mean being able to automate the calculations of the waterfall so that somebody can know how much an investor is owed versus another investor in a deal based on their class of share based on the waterfall that's specific for that offering. It does get quite complicated. I could see how that would be difficult in trying to uh, be able to model that for investors. Yeah, it is definitely a challenge, but it's something that we're working towards solving. Right now, you can calculate uh, distributions in the system, but it does rely on you knowing at the very least what your available cash to distribute is at the tier or hurdle that you're moving towards. And so it does like automate that process. But I think Sponsors who have complicated waterfall structures are going to continue to have a challenge in doing that. So maybe that's a part of the workflow that we're not you know, fully automating yet, but we'll definitely get there. Maybe let's talk to like that beginner investor, that beginner syndicator. Maybe they're doing joint ventures or raising capital from just friends and family at this point. Is this something, would this be a tool that would be suitable for that type of person? Absolutely. We have a lot of those guys using our solution and they usually have more simple structures right. uh, so that they're easier to understand from investors who are just getting in the game. And you can use Groundbreaker with all of its features and I think to be able to you know, make your process of raising money and managing those relationships and servicing investors easier. It's maybe where you get into some of the more complicated structures where we can't fully support well, we have a robust roadmap and we'll get there at some point. 
Let's talk about the fundraising aspect of the deal, mm-hmm. Jake, and what does that look like and what are some of the capabilities and groundbreaker for that phase of the raise, if you will? So we have a pretty robust process for the fundraising and it comes with being able to personalize the way your deal looks, the way your portal looks for investors, so your brand is front and center. And we really make the portal look and feel like an extension of your website. When you get into the deal, there's all these different sections that you can create and templates for different return structures that you can input into the offering builder. And then we have electronic signing on the subscription and the ability to add pre-approved investment offers. So if you're on the phone with an investor and they say they want to invest a certain amount, or they email you and tell you how much they're in for, you can actually assign that to them. And then they can go in and seamlessly sign the subscription agreement, fill out the accreditation, and fund the deal. And it's a little bit faster than having to put an offer down and get that approved. There's also the ability to run ACH transactions through Groundbreaker. So it's really exciting to be able to offer that kind of ease of use in investment workflow, where you're sending hundreds of thousands of dollars and investing in real estate. And you can do it with the click of a button from your mobile phone or your tablet. You know, you can be on a data connection on a beach and be investing in real estate. And you know, now we're you talking. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You know, you don't need to go outside of the portal. It's amazing. Jake, does Groundbreaker support both 506B and 506C offerings? And in other words, does it distinguish between accredited and sophisticated investors? Or is there a way to do that? Yeah, the software does support the ability to add investors to a deal, make a deal available to people who have the portal access, and you can handle third-party investor verification questionnaires for 506C general solicitation type deals. Yeah, awesome. Is there anything it doesn't do at this point? (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of things, but we don't need to get into all of them. (laughs) I'm just running out of questions to ask here. You know, I'm like, does it do this? Does it do that? You know, so... Yeah, we're working on figuring out if we can support a fund that's doing a Regulation A raise. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know that's also pretty challenging because you have to stay on top of a lot of investors to do it and make sure that they're not investing above 10% of their net worth. So that's definitely something we're trying to do and be able to support. And there's a lot of other things that we're working on right now. But you know, real estate is a field that's full of different use cases and different ways of doing things. And so it's hard to be all things for all people. But yeah, we'll we'll get there. (laughs) Well, Jake, you're obviously kind of a technology-centric guy. Where do you see technology making other impacts in the world of real estate investing just in general? Well, there's, I think, when I was mentioning about how tech is evolving and getting into the space, I think that what I'm most excited about is getting to a point where people, because we have more deals and more structured data available on the internet. Underwriting is going to be something that maybe would be like the next frontier to go is automated underwriting using more publicly available data and perhaps private paid sources of data to be able to provide advanced underwriting and streamline that process for a lot of the operators, making it more transparent and just having a standardized process for doing that that's somewhat automated. I don't think that you know we're close to being able to do it. But the more data that's out there and the better we get at being able to leverage data with machine learning, then we're going to be at a point where we can be closer to producing highly accurate underwriting through a machine. 
That's an exciting world to think of because you see different people's underwriting and sometimes they're underwriting to these assumptions that you may or may not agree with, maybe rent increases or whatever that looks like. And you're like, where did this even come from? How are you assuming, let's say a 6% increase in year one on a heavy value add opportunity deal, right? But if there's some kind of standardization in the industry, that would be pretty valuable for both the investor and yeah, both sides of the investors, I guess. Yeah, I think that it's going to take time to get there. But eventually, when that becomes available, yeah, you'll definitely see a shift in the jobs and the way that we look at real estate opportunities. So, Well, Jake, for the people listening in, we're obviously speaking in June 2020 in some really interesting times. How are you seeing technology being impacted in just the past few months? You know, People haven't been able to kind of go about their normal lives. So people are doing things like online leasing and very contactless type communications and things like that. How's that impacting the world of real estate investing in your purview? I think that it's testing a lot of assumptions that people had about the way that they do business and the importance of being in a physical space. It might be validating some of those things too. But you know, I think a lot of people thought that they weren't going to get paid their rent when this whole outbreak happened. And we were looking at that next month and seeing what rent collections would be like for multifamily. And it was more robust than a lot of people thought. And I think that's where technology is helping in the sense of having these online billing portals where you do an automated draw and collect the funds. People that didn't have that were, were definitely at a disadvantage. And those who did probably didn't see as much of a hit. I think virtual tours, virtual leasing is becoming a thing. And it's just a trend that we already saw was a factor, but now it's possible that happens more often in today's day. And so you're going to see perhaps an adjustment entirely in the way that people lease and the options that they give people. So what is that going to do to the brokers that are out there that are doing those leases? Yeah, that's really interesting points. Not to mention just the way people are underwriting deals, right? Like what's the on-site property management structure look like in a post-COVID era? Things like that. So interesting to think about. Yeah. I have a friend that does a, a company that offers property management services remotely through your mobile phone and you can order whatever service you want. It puts more onus on the tenant to report a problem and get help on the asset. That's a very interesting innovation that I think is going to be, you know, maybe allow more landlords to be distant from their properties and invest in a wider geographic range. Yeah, interesting point there too. Well, there's a lot of newcomer real estate investors, aspiring syndicators out there. And this is possibly one of those big hurdles that people kind of fret over, right? Like maybe they have deal flow or maybe they have a good investor base, but just managing this entire process from you know, finding and funding deals to managing the deal and dealing with all the investor relations. That is, you know, several hats right there that maybe that person doesn't think that they have the ability or access to something or software like Groundbreaker. Maybe they think, yeah, that software exists, but it's very high cost or it's for private equities and the REITs out there. What would you have to say to someone like that? I would say that it's great to jump into something without that much you know, plan appropriately, but don't hold yourself back from making progress and getting into something. If you're thinking about investing and you just want to get that first deal done, go ahead and do it and use whatever systems that you can make available for yourself. If there's a cost affordable solution that's on the market and it's going to give you structure 
and improve your ability to do something where you lack the knowledge, then know where your weakness is and fill your gaps. But I wouldn't personally get too hung up on the tooling, to be completely honest, as much as I you know, want to get customers and sell Groundbreaker. I believe in just rolling up your sleeves, getting in there and just doing it. Get a deal done. And then you can optimize the process and make it better. We make our solution affordable so people can get involved with as little as you know, zero to one million in equity under management. But having said that, I just want people to get experiences and you know, get out there and do the work. I love it. Definitely good takeaway there, Jake. Well, hey, it's been a lot of fun talking about how this technology is impacting the world of real estate investing. I want to continue the conversation. But before we do that, let's go ahead and wrap up with the lightning round. Just a series of questions we ask every one of our guests. Are you up for it? Yes, let's go. All right, cool. The first question in the lightning round is, what was your biggest hurdle getting started investing in real estate? And then what'd you do to overcome that? The biggest hurdle for me was just uh, getting started and doing it. I started meeting with brokers, even though I didn't know what I was doing, and walking around and walking properties. I think that was the best thing that I could do. And just like act like you, you know, know what you're doing and just start getting the experience <laughs> of seeing some assets. And then it, gets, it feels tangible and it's exciting. I love it. Jake, do you have a personal habit that contributes to your success? I really like to ask questions. When I'm in a conversation with somebody, I like to go for the why. What is the reason why somebody is motivated personally or professionally to do something? And it helps the relationship go deeper as a habit to you know, develop better relationships with people and you know, look out for their interests as well. That's a great hack. I love that one. Well, Jake, aside from groundbreaker.co, do you have an online resource you find valuable in your day-to-day? Obviously, Groundbreaker's up there, but maybe something else? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, I use both sides of the table. It's a blog and it's about investing and you know, technology and how investors look at the space as well as how founders look at the space. And it's just got a really a lot of content that's very valuable. That's a blog called Both Sides of the Table. Is that right? Yeah, both sides of the table. Awesome. Great. We'll link that in the show notes for audience members to check out if they're interested in. Jake, what book would you recommend to the listeners and why? Atomic Habits. It is Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a very well laid out book on how to systematically build habits into your life that you're going to stay with. And I think success is all about building personal habits. It just walks you through how to do that, how to repeat them, and how to solidify them. Yeah, that's a great one. Atomic Habits by James Clear. We'll link that book in the show notes for audience members to pick up if they're looking to build a good habit. Jake, last question in the lightning round. Although you're a relatively young guy, if you're to go back and give advice to your 20-year-old self Mm -hmm. to get started investing in real estate, what would you tell yourself? I would have told myself as a student that I should go and buy a house and live in it during the four years that I'm at college. Um, Ah, I almost, (laughs) yeah, I almost uh, did that and it would have been a great opportunity. And I think, you know, don't ever use age as a factor of doing something. If you want it that bad, go out, figure it out and do it um, and get started early because it pays off in real estate to start early. I love it. Well, Jake, that's the end of the lightning round questions. I want to thank you so much for your time on the podcast. It's been really insightful to kind of have someone like you exploring all this new technology and how it's interrupting and impacting and changing and helping 
the real estate investor industry. Tell us a little bit more about where people can go if they want to learn more about Groundbreaker, what they can expect when they're there, all that good stuff. Yeah. So we have at groundbreaker.co, you can check out our blog, read some articles about due diligence, statutory trust. You can go and learn about our software. If you want to see the different features that we have, there's demo videos online. Click the instant demo button, fill out the form. And in the note, if you want to let us know that you heard about us through this show, you can type in the real estate way and you'll get uh, 10% off the first three months if you sign up with Groundbreaker. That's awesome. Thanks so much for that, Jake. So you can go to groundbreaker.co. You can request a live demo, fill out your contact information in the notes, type in the real estate way. You'll get a discount for that service. Thanks so much for doing that. Yeah, you bet, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, Jake, hey, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Very insightful. A lot of fun talking with you. Look forward to seeing what groundbreaker.co does in the future. We'll have to have you back on sometime. It would be my pleasure. Thanks so much, Jacob. Thanks so much, Jake. Take care. You too. That wraps up this week's episode with our guest, Jake Marmelstein. Hey, I hope you got so much value from that conversation. This week's podcast was brought to you by Ayers Acquisitions. Ayers Acquisitions is a real estate investment company that acquires cash flowing real estate in emerging markets. With a focus on multifamily investments, we seek value add opportunities in recession resistant markets and properties that generate strong returns for our qualified investors. To learn more about investment strategies and processes, visit www.airsacquisitions.com. There, you can schedule a call with me personally to connect further. Until next week, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.